Peter from AMP Reacts. I'm here with uh, Nano War of Steel, at least two fifths, I guess, of Nano War of Steel. But uh, you know, it's it's the, the most powerful fifths that, that there are. And we're here <laughs> to talk about Italian folk metal. I, and I even knew this was a thing until you guys made it a thing. Uh, how, how are you guys doing? Uh, we are doing fine fine, fine. Uh, i have a lot of legos here and that's the best things you can have in your life <laughs> no the best thing you can have in your life is this thing oh, oh. is that the vinyl let's do some shameless self-promotion come on is, is that the vinyl yeah. can you show that again uh yeah that's the vinyl uh, so the vinyl is in the vinyl player but uh, so the uh, the actual um Vinyl is empty, but uh, yeah, this when you when normal people buy this, then we'll actually find a vinyl, not an empty right. uh, bag. But yeah, that's that's the interior. You can see lots of nice pictures. There are nice faces, including my face, Mohammed Abdul's face, and so yeah, and nice lyrics. <laughs> nice lyrics. I hope. <laughs> nice I was going to ask you guys, I, this was not one of the questions that I was going to ask you, but since you brought the vinyl up, uh, uh, the, the cover of the vinyl, is that Domenico Bini on the cover? <laughs> Gato. <Look. laughs> uh, no. <laughs> you mean this guy? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I would say, okay, let's put things this way. This is like I I Italy's national hero. But also Domenico Bini is the Italy's national hero, right? I thought I thought Topo Gigio was uh, Italy's uh, national hero. And no, he died. No, no, no. He, came, he he fell into disgrace when they found out he was a drug addict. It was a huge scandal. Topo Gigio was basically importing methadone from the uh, from Colombia, and so uh, he was my hero growing up. You realize that in Portugal they would play as Topo Gigio before sending the kids to bed. So I understand I, so I, many things now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. Before going to bed every night, I would listen to Topo Gigio singing some songs and whatever. It was part of my childhood. Yeah. Have you ever been in Colombia? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you ever been in jail? <laughs> I'm surprised for that answer. <laughs> All right. So, so maybe maybe Topo Gigio has a different meaning to me than it does for you guys. So, yeah. <laughs> for me, it's like a shitty drug addict mouse that was throwing child children into... Uh, drug addiction just to sell them drugs and so he could buy more drugs for himself <laughs> he was a filthy creature uh, yeah. that explains why after a couple of years he got fired so that, may, that makes <laughs> all the sense in the world now he wasn't now, fired he, he went to jail yeah That's oh he went to jail of... okay well in, in portugal they told us that that he got fired so yeah of course he didn't know the, <laughs> the true version yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were trying to be a little bit more considerate to the children, you know what I mean? They weren't telling you the real story. It makes sense, yeah, sure. Yeah, they were being a little I found it out the hard way. Yeah, I, I found out uh, the hard way about Santa, so I, I have also a little bit of a of an issue with that. Uh, now, going going into the, the record, Italian folk metal, there's so many things to address about this album with you guys, at least from my perspective, because I feel like after listening to the album multiple times, I'm only scratching the surface of this record. Uh, it's starting off from the beginning. What do you feel has changed the most with the band across six albums leading, you know, getting into this one now Italian folk metal? What do you see from yourselves changing or, or progressing from that earlier stages to now? Hmm. 
But apart from the usual comments on weight and hair loss and uh, weight gain, hair loss. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Hair, <laughs> hair gain and weight loss is never a, a combination of things. But we, 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 can, we can talk about tooth loss <laughs> and regrowth. Actually, during the recording of this album, I lost one tooth and then I got back another tooth. So that's the most important thing to, to talk about. <laughs> well, your, your, your smile looks marvelous. So I, I think if anything was an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure it's an upgrade because it make, it's making Abdul less um, specific. Like <laughs> special, special. Like Abdul without without one tooth, like one of the of the front teeth, is uh, was very special to us. It was like our, um, I don't know, weird, it's something weird, it's unique. It's it's something unique. It's very piratey and yeah, yeah, it's very pirate. But that doesn't go with Italian folk metal. So no. So for, for, from that I see we're not addressing your question, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You you trying you trying to evade my question because. <laughs> You know what, what you guys don't realize is before I listened to this album and before I did this review, I went back to your previous records. And that's why I'm asking you this question, because, okay. because I think there's some incredible gems there in the past of, of Nano War of Steel that at some point in time, you guys have to re-release them. If, if Napalm has the, the cojones to do it, uh, re-release them. Uh, but as a band, how do you see the progression for, for you guys? Um, so I would say that the main thing, uh, I mean, apart from the label and, uh, you know, uh, the main progression is that we're probably more conscious about what we do. So we got some plans, like in the past was more, um, yeah, let's write a bunch of songs, let's put them on an album and let's see what happens. That's like Banana World of Steel for, uh, I would say, the first uh, 14 to 15 years of existence. And then at some point we said, okay, let's try to do something but let's try at least to make some plan and you know like let, let's try to give some context to the albums that we do let's try to make things like with the with some brain um which is my, my maybe it's 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 not a very interesting re reply i'm sorry but um <laughs> you are looking for the serious and, and boring stuff and then no 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 that, that that reply is yeah, yeah. fine that reply is fine and i know you mentioned uh, the, the label this is your first album i mean the previous album was re-released on Napalm, yeah. but this is your first actual release, if you will, with yeah. Napalm. Did, did yeah. that change for you guys, the dynamics of, of, of how you approach the album? Was, was there any extra pressure? Did they, did they give you a list of do's and don'ts? No. No, not at all. So we, we are... What, what changed basically in the process of doing the album is the pandemic, actually. And that changed a lot. But from my point of view, I would say that... It, give a, it gave us the time to improve the process. So we had a lot of more time to go into, into the details of the, of the album uh, before recording it. And uh, I remember that for the previous albums, albums, some things were fixed and written during the recording time. And uh, that, that caused that some things, especially on the guitar part, I, I would change them now if I release them to them. Uh, if it's the same on Italian folk metal, that's because I'm crazy. <laughs> because I spend a lot of time, uh, even for uh, even together, talking with each other. Okay, let's do this in this way, and let's do this kind of refinements and and so on. So that's what it changed on the process, and yeah, and basically, you know, the language of the songs that changed a lot. Uh, 
re with respect to the things that you you used to listen from us maybe <laughs> and we, we're going to talk about the, the language because i think that's like it's not the elephant in the room because I, i don't i don't think you can have an album called italian folk metal and the album not to be in italian i mean that, that would be the ultimate uh the ultimate ruse if the album was like in spanish or in czech and, and it's called italian folk metal so i i don't i don't think you can have one without the other that's just my personal opinion but a, a little bit before that what what inspired you guys to create this theme of italian folk metal i, I don't even know if this was a thing before I, I'll tell you something that no one knows. We are Italian. So we tend to have a lot of interaction with things, people, culture, and music from Italy. And this has some slight influence on the way we think, on the way we make jokes, on the way we react to videos about video reactions about Nanwar, for example. And um, that's, uh, I would say that's the main root cause of things being Italian It's because we tend to be Italian. <laughs> you're, you're, you're proud of your heritage it's not yeah. that we, i mean regardless I, i i don't you know i'm not proud I, i wouldn't say it's it's part of me whether i like it or not and i like being who i am so i would say i like being italian because just because it happened so that i'm italian <laughs> yeah might as well might as well make the best out of it exactly so i'm, yeah. I'm with I'm, i'm with you on that one same thing as me <laughs> being portuguese i had no choice in the matter. It's just kind of like the way things happen. So might as well make the best out of it. Exactly. Uh, how, how did let's, you let's, let's be Canadian in your case. <laughs> well, I, I, now I kind of have the best of both worlds, if you will, with, with, with both passports. I'm European, I'm North American. I have a little bit of both. Cool. Uh, how did you guys outline the record in terms of the styles, the influences that you guys brought in from that from that ancestry, from that Italian exposure that you guys have into these songs? Did you guys have like, okay, we want a song that sounds like this. We want a song that sounds like that. It's kind of how you guys approached it. Yeah, actually it's the, exactly in that way. Uh, we, we, we decided to, to, to go in that direction because uh, it's funny because uh, <laughs> in the introduction that we made on the album, uh, may, perhaps is the, the, the only serious thing that we have ever written in uh, we ever wrote in the in the albums because we 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 did exactly this that kind of process of uh, of uh, writing uh, folk metal tends to be uh, irish or scottish songs scottish style of music melted with metal that's true also for some good very good italian bands that do folk metal with italian lyrics but they do that kind of style that is scottish or whatever with the bagpipes and so on And so we, we were wondering, how does the real folkish Italian metal would sound? And, and, and yeah, the answer is Italian folk metal. So we, we, we decided to pick the weirdest Italian music genres and put them together with metal. And that's the result. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it was genius because I, I think there's a lot of similarities between the Portuguese culture and Italian culture. And, and, and for me growing up in Portugal, I was exposed to a lot of Italian, Father. No. <laughs> Italian culture. Fado, yeah. I, I mean, if you're going to do a Portuguese folk metal album, Fado would have to be one of the inspirations. So when, when I was going through this record, I may not understand the lyrics completely as I'm going through it, but the influences of where you guys are pulling some of these songs, 
felt similar to me because I was like, this could be a Portuguese folk metal. We have that same style music. You know what I mean? We have those same style approaches. So I thought that was genius. I was a little surprised that there was no Giovanotti style track in there. I was I was expecting, uh, you know, your penso negativo, maybe uh, <laughs> would, have been a, would have been a good song. But, you know, you can't you cannot have everything. No, it's like uh, there's there's this thing. It's called physical limits of the length of an album. Uh, <laughs> it's a very strange concept uh, in the digital age, but it's still there. So you cannot really publish things with 200 songs because otherwise we would have been very happy to add more styles, as you said, maybe Giovanotti or Orietta Berti, whatever. That's like uh, hundreds of thousands of billions of genes that can be uh, suggested by our hundreds of talents of billions of subscribers. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> and, and, you, and you mentioned the, the pandemic. Uh, how challenging was the pandemic for you guys to get this, this album finalized and done? Uh, talking about the album, it's been uh, harder for some aspects, like going in the studio and record. But it's been a lot easier uh, for other aspects, like writing the songs, because we were used to... Uh, write the songs on uh, Skype because in uh, since a long time we have never been in the all, all five people in the same place for several reasons so that didn't change what changed a lot is that we had much more time to to get in the details of the songs and uh, much more time to get in the refinements for the lyrics and so on so that helped a lot and uh, yeah basically it's just this <laughs> Is, is it a, an organic process for you guys, the, the creation of the music, or, or do you have established rules where one guy works on the lyrics and the other guy works on the riffs and the other guy works on something else? Usually it's like uh, some kind of random process in the sense that we, that someone, someone of us comes out with an idea and we say, we should totally do a song about, uh, uh, I don't know, Ikea. Okay, how should it sound like? And then... It didn't work that way with Valhalla by the way, but just to make an example, like whatever comes to our mind, it can be either, oh, I got a nice riff. What can we make with this riff? Oh, we can make a song about people uh, pissing on their feet in the public toilets. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's a nice theme. It's uh, it's uh, one of the to hot topics nowadays. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, it's, it's both ways, I would say. Like sometimes, like in this album, we said uh, we need to cover this kind of themes and so we need a song that sounds like this. And then eventually, like, the style came after the uh, idea. But uh, And then it's most of the time, it's like uh, all the five together working on the lyrics. Like, we, you know, we really... Um, there's, there's a video. There are two videos we made during the pandemic last year. Um, on, we streamed with our fans. So people can really see the way we write lyrics and we think about songs. Like, we uh, try to be careful about every single word we put there. And... Uh, we are very critical about what we do all the time. Like the five of us, we are sort of checking all the time. Oh, I don't like this, or let's do it better. I know we can do it better. Yeah, let's do it better. Let's do it better. So the time like this. And then we make something mediocre at the end, but we still think it's. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes, you know, uh, you have to take uh, two steps uh, back in order to take one step forward. Yeah. And this, this case, this we time. We take one step forward to, to take two steps back. <laughs> uh, you, you mentioned already the, the Italian on this album. And, and I, I, for me, I, I feel like that's perhaps if there is an Achilles heel with this record is that because 
of, of how limited it will be for people who don't speak the language to get all the jokes and all the innuendos and all the things that you guys are throwing on this record. Was there ever a concern? Because on the other hand, I, I also feel like I don't think you can have an Italian folk metal album that's not in Italian. So uh, how did you guys juggle with, with, with that thought process? So it was an issue. It's always been an issue, like to be honest. But uh, the idea was at some point, let's make a release just for Italy. Um, because Napa, I mean, this is something we had in mind for a long time. And we said, at some point, we need to release this. Um, and we never really knew with Napa. I mean, then we signed up with Napa and we told them, look, at some point, we need to do this because we got ideas for uh, an Italian only uh, album. And we want to do this because, because yes, fuck you. <laughs> Not really like this, but yeah, so so good. And it was an no, issue. So it's you was the answer by Nepal. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, that, that's what we said. We, we we told them from the very start. Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me. No, but um, <laughs> I would say that the uh, it, it's it's an issue, but we we needed to do this, and we said. Uh, we were we, at some point we really thought okay let's make this a, like a sort of a kind of side release and not make like an official Nanowar album and make it just for the Italian public and then we talked with the label and said oh okay let's try to sell it also to some dumb people abroad that will buy it regardless so. people like me <laughs> you bought it you know like uh, uh, it, it makes us feel a little bit more um elevated in our status that we're listening to an album in a foreign language you, you know what i mean even though we don't yeah. understand anything that's happening it just makes us feel a little bit more cultured it, it, it's what happens usually to italian people listening to english albums <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a good one uh going deeper into the record i, I want to talk about two separate songs on this album because there's two songs that I absolutely loved. Not that I didn't like the other tracks, but these two were special to me. And one of them is, uh, uh, forgive me my pronunciation, but Le Assedio de Porto Servo with uh, Francesco Paoli. Th that track ha feels like a Flash God Apocalypse track that you guys crashed. Like they were recording the track and you guys showed up and you kind of took over the booth. W was that, was that your, your, what you wanted out of that song? Uh, no. <laughs> is it what you wanted, Valerio? Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, that song is something really strange because it's one of the last songs that we wrote from, for the album. And we, in the process, it was something like, okay, we should do something like that. And uh, if, even ourselves, at, at least me, I, I'm still surprised in how cool it came out. Because my my expectations were really low about the song, but in the end it came out quite cool, and uh, and I think that maybe part of the job is the voice, the, the the great voice of the Flash God Apocalypse singer. We decided to do that in that style, and we knew that it, it was going to fit, but not so much, <laughs> not not in this way. It really kicks ass. And it's yeah. very, very, very cool. So yeah, <laughs> uh, it's wonderful. <laughs> I mean, I think that's uh, one nice, one nice thing about that song. If you think about the uh, fact that we had this uh, switch to pop music, and then the first track of the <laughs> next uh, Nano War of Steel album starts with the, some screams and grows that we never, never had. It's like the first time we got some scream voices. So 
on yeah, one of our albums, it's a. Uh, you, you guys started off the record with a death metal song. I mean, that's yeah. pretty, that's pretty much a death metal song. It's. It, I, yeah. I was blown away. I was like, Italian folk metal, and you start off like this. Wow! Like, wh- wh- what am I in for? So I think it's a phenomenal track. Just phenomenal track. And, and it's very funny, just to give you a little bit of explanation about the song, I, it will take some time. So please stop me, kick me out of the call if I'm going too long. Uh, but uh, it's funny because uh, the song talks about Sardinia and uh, the places in the northern part of Sardinia that are uh, discos and places like that where rich people go there to dance. And these parts of the, uh, these clubs are owned by rich people coming from outside Sardinia. And the songs talk about uh, a kind of a battle that's between one of the most famous owners of the, of the clubs there and a typical Sardinian guy, because Sardinians people feel to be invaded by this kind of ugly people. And it's funny because the part of the disco owner, rich disco owner, uh, it's the part of the, of the singer of Flash God Apocalypse that screaming is a screaming that is going to invade Sardinia with Ryanair uh, flights and stuff like that. And uh, uh, knowing that is, is, is crucial to understand how weird, <laughs> how weird the thing is. And, uh, and the overall effect uh, went very much over uh, what, what we were expected. Uh, from that song so <laughs> you know knowing that now makes the song even better <laughs> you're okay like, you know, yeah. no i have to go listen to the song again knowing that because it just makes the song have even a bigger it, it makes it even more funny because you have a death metal song about clubbing i mean like it's 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 yeah <laughs> it's genius so, if, if you watch actually, if flash code apocalypse did they uh they recently did their cover of blue they did a, um yeah. a dance song a dance version of a famous uh Eiffel, Eiffel, is it Eiffel 69? 65. 65, I, I always thought it was yeah. 69, but anyway. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. And it's a good thing it's not 69, 69 in that case. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's, it's an Italian of... band, by the way. It's an Italian dance band. Are they Italian? I didn't know they were Yeah, Italian. Yeah, from yeah. Turin, as far as I know. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm learning something new today. I learned about Topo Gigi now about Eiffel 65. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's quite the day. Uh, the, the next song I want to mention to you guys, this one, this one, I, I, you guys probably never been to Toronto, but there's a portion of Toronto here called Little Italy. I mean, there's one of those in every. I have city. been to Toronto actually. You've been to Toronto? Yeah. So Little Italy is—it's like the place that I, I I hate to drive by, especially during a World Cup or a Euro, uh, because there's a huge uh, animosity between Italians and Portuguese when it comes to World Cup and 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 Euro. It's all about who gets eliminated first. So I, if I have a Portuguese flag in my car, I have to take it down if I'm driving through Little Italy, unless I want something to happen to my car. But that song, El Signore Degli Anelli dello Stadio, I, I'm, I'm butchering it, but you, you, you guys get what I'm saying. The moment that I heard this song, I was like, if, I ever, if, I, if I'm ever in the mood to drive through Little Italy, this is the song I'm going to play with my windows <laughs> down. I love this song. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. I think like, maybe it's one of the funniest songs of the album. Again, if you speak Italian, if you know Italian culture, because this is like a mix of all, you know, when you go to the stadium and there's the stadium choirs, you know, there's uh, this chants that are being sung by the supporters of the different teams. And now, so there's this thing with political correctness in last years, there's, uh, you're getting fined if you're seeing racist thing about like, about 
uh, Naples, you know, if you just insult someone on grounds that is from Naples or from Turin or from Milan, so you're not really allowed to sing these songs anymore. Because they used to, you know, say, oh, people from Rome are shit, people from Naples are shit, and this is kind of racist. I, I wouldn't call it racist. It's just football, and people, you know, if you follow football on that level, then you're not, you know, it's a low kind of uh, cultural uh, stratum of the population. So anyway, so, but that there's all these songs. So you can't really sing those songs anymore. But all, again, talking about the folk elements, like all Italians grew up listening to these songs on the stadiums or at school because... At school, you have people supporting one team versus the other. And so there are people singing these songs at the other schoolmates and so on and so forth. And um, so we basically censored all the uh, regional uh, names, like with a uh, lot of the rings names. So we are not saying anymore anything against Naples. Now it's singing against Mordor and Saruman. <laughs> and there's like there's songs against the police, there's songs against, uh, you know, Juventus, there's songs against Milan or, all you know, all Italian teams. And it's everything being replaced. So it's basically if you if you uh, instead of playing football in Italy, we're playing it in the uh, in the Lord of the Rings settings, maps and and, and so so. I, I, it's a I, very funny thing for me. I think least. it's genius. Like I I didn't understand the the lyrics. I didn't understand the part of the Lord of the Rings, but I recognized the songs because once again, growing up in Portugal and, and football culture singing like we, we use a lot of the same songs obviously with different lyrics towards yeah. you know different opponents and stuff like that so i grew up in that so the moment that song started i was like what what the hell like this is perfect i i loved it because it it brought all of these different uh ultras songs that the ultras sing in the stadiums brought it all together that culture came together and i and i thought it the song had such nice fluidity you know it, it was it was like you, you could feel like there's pieces of different songs together, but it, it almost feels like a nice little rhapsody. It just brings it all together. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that uh, Freddie Mercury from uh, above is, is no. not enjoying this kind of sentence, but... He was talking about <laughs> Rhapsody of FIFA. Ah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not, not a fire either. I'm talking about uh, just, just FIFA. Yeah. Rhapsody of UEFA, yeah. Yeah, of UEFA. <laughs> Uh, you, you guys had several guest musicians on this record, and I know I mentioned the great Domenico Mini before, and I, I'm not going to lie to you. I actually, at the end of the record, I, I, I was looking at the credits, at the notes from the PR team, and I'm like, okay, I see Francesco Paoli here. I see Jade from Frozen Crown. Where the hell is Domenico Mini? Like, was he too expensive to get him on the record? I mean, how, how, do, you, how do you have a folk metal album and you don't have him? We need to make a folk metal volume two. We cannot, you know, get <laughs> yeah. everything on board uh, for the first one. So... We, we, we still don't, we don't deserve it. He, he's too much for us. You, you know what my son said when I showed him the record and I played the album for him? And he's like, oh, you know, there's those two songs at, at the end, like one in, in Spanish and one in German. You know, the, you, you guys did your own covers. And he's like, they didn't do a cover of Il Volcano? Like, like that, that was what he said to me. <laughs> It's like, no. It's like, how do you not do that? Like, how do you even have a cover there? Because Il Vulcano is already an Italian folk metal song. So we, we, we didn't have anything to do. <laughs> it's, I, I really feel like you guys missed an incredible opportunity. Uh, but you, you're not mentioning neither Richard Benson, as you remember, on the last reaction that we had. And uh, he wasn't there on Richard Benson, I think. Or where? Ah, he was not. 
No, it was oh. with the other, with the Sirenia. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I know. Wait, sorry. I got confused. <laughs> yeah, it was with Domenico Bini. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's another another important guitarist here in Italy that's even way, way better than, than Domenico Bini. You will find out. Maybe we will send you. Oh, the I, now, now you got me curious because you know, <laughs> I, I was I was going to purchase uh, Dominico Vini Volume One, Two, and Three. So now <laughs> now you now you got me excited. Yeah. I, I I just I, I was honestly I'm not even joking now. I was actually surprised that you guys didn't didn't have something with him on the record. But uh, and that takes me to my next question, which is: You guys have, have had worked with different Italian uh, musicians, like on this record, Francesco and and Jade. Is is there somebody? On a serious note, is there is there somebody in Italy or outside of Italy that you would love to collaborate on a future song or, or a record? Uh, yes, but we cannot <laughs> say that because it, it's going to happen. We can say that off record if you want, but uh, so, yeah. so there's, is there something in the works? There's uh, yes. definitely. <laughs> okay, okay, it's 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 good to know. It's good to we'll, we'll leave, leave it under wraps then. And uh, the, the best thing about that is everyone will understand the joke. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's going to be so, I mean, um, I don't know if, uh, because I, I said it already in a couple of interviews and written somewhere, but we, um, we basically already written a, a new album also in, for the uh, international audience. It's, it's almost ready. It's like most of it has been written. So you're getting so, there. Get prepared because we get got some, something really big going on. So we, oh, we cannot say more than that. <laughs> okay, you, guys, you guys got me excited. So for, for the last question, because I know I know we're running out of time for the last question. Uh, as you know, perhaps have a chance to look at this album and, and, and kind of simmer your thoughts with it. What, what do you feel is the, the biggest strength of, of Italian folk metal? The cover artwork. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the... the uh, I want to say something, but I know how to say the the various stuff that you can find inside. It's very different one from each other, the songs. So it's it's not boring. <laughs> Let's say that it's not boring. <laughs> it's definitely not a boring album. And and I have to agree, the artwork is phenomenal. <laughs> okay, cool. The artwork is phenomenal. <laughs> On that note, guys, thank you very much for your time today. All the best, all the best with the release, all the best with the record. Thank you for taking the time. And I'm just glad that this didn't happen at four o'clock in the morning. So thanks. <laughs> thanks. We're happy. <laughs> We're happy about that too. So thanks a lot. Next right, time guys. we will do it. <laughs> Take care, guys. Thank you. Thank you. See you in the future. <laughs>